Today, we're going to talk about elite capture. This is the CCP, the Chinese Communist Parties. This is their known doctrine to ideologically subvert and conquer America. And so this is an article that was uh, the term elite capture. It's been in the news after Peter Schweitzer claimed on Fox that, quote, China uses elite capture to pay off U.S. oligarchs instead of head-to-head conflict. Money cuts a lot of ties, like we were talking about in a recent video. This is, and I, I mentioned, uh, I was on Jack Posobiec's Twitter profile about a year and a half ago, and it was a, uh, a video of a Chinese professor giving a lecture in Beijing. You can read all the subtitles and the translations talking about how they had basically bought off the elite, the, the real people that are behind the power in the United States of America. And he used those, uh, that, those words basically to describe how they plan to conquer America. It's just do business deals with these people and you can buy them off and then basically get them to, to do your bidding. So what you got for us, Esty? Quoting the Fox News article, China avoids direct conflict with the United States by instead convincing U.S. corporate titans to build relationships with Beijing that they can use to undermine America, said author Peter Schweizer. Schweizer, author of Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich, Helping China Win, joined Tucker Carlson today on Fox Nation to discuss his findings and call out those wealthy Americans who he claimed are doing China's bidding, whether they know it or not. There appears to be evidence to back up his claims, and not just of American elites. So there's a video that you can see from the Davos conference where Klaus Schwab introduces, he says, His Excellency Xi Jinping and my friend. And so he interviews, uh, introduces Xi Jinping, who speaks to all the oligarchs and people at Davos, many of them who he and his Chinese Communist Party have bought off and are doing business deals. And so you got the head of the Chinese Communist Party doing business deals with our elite who are running our country behind the scenes and funding everything that they want. And then you got people like George Soros that are also part of this little clique of global elite who think they're the greatest you know, people on the world and they should be running everything. And obviously, even Trudeau, who is a World Economic Forum, um, one of the young leaders, as Schwab says, he had, you can see a video of him praising Chinese, and he loved the fact that the, the benefits of a dictatorship is that they can turn on a dime and institute green power and all the kinds of things that them and the rest of their friends want. And so that's why they're continuing in all countries in the West to concentrate more and more power in their central government. So the elite who basically pull the strings and hire the politicians to run things for them can further institute things that take away the freedoms of and choice of people all around the world in the West. And they can just do just like what, what Trudeau did in Canada with the bank accounts. He declares an emergency and he just freezes bank accounts of Canadian citizens. No, no going through the, the justice system. No due process. Just saying, oh, that person's doing bad things. We're taking their money. Now you can't pay your bills. You can't buy groceries because your money's locked up. And the bank's like, sorry, your bank account's frozen. 
and there's no way when to get out of it. And on top of that, some of these people who are family members or relatives of the people whose bank accounts were frozen, their accounts were also frozen. Yeah, and then like kind of along with like the uh, World Economic Forum, like, you know, you hear about the IMF, like some of the buzzwords like you hear like a cashless society, uh, like a one world currency, right? And all kind of, you can see, imagine if Trudeau could do what he did, right? What happens if you have a cashless society or something where the government's in control, right? Like they can do whatever they want with the money. Money cuts a lot of ties. You can buy people off. So I remember watching, so in this video, Schwab sa says, at this pivotal moment, I see some priorities for the global agenda. We must continue to fight against the global pandemic. We must revitalize the global economy and accelerate each transition to the net zero. We must preserve biodiversity <laughs> by deploying nature-based solutions. And we must narrow the between the rich and the poor to achieve more sustainable global development. With these goals in mind, it is my distinct honor and great privilege to introduce His Excellency Xi Jinping, President of the People's Republic of China, to open the Davos agenda of the global elite. <laughs> That was my, <laughs> my was best spot on. That was actually really good. That was solid. <laughs> I thought I was, if I closed my eyes, I think it was just an just audio. Just eat the bugs. <laughs> you will eat the bugs. You ever watch uh, Politics is Downstream from Culture? You ever watch a snow piercer? So in this movie, there's this train. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Something has happened to humanity and the only people like left alive or at least that we think are left alive are on these like automated trains that are always traveling. And so you got like the lower class people that are kind of in the back and they're <clears throat> they're fed these little things that look like candy bars. And that's their their nourishment. <clears throat> and as they get further up into the, the train they find out that it's like cockroaches and bugs and stuff being put in these little pellets that they're being fed. <clears throat> Eventually they make it to the, the uh, engine and take over and take care of the elite. <clears throat> I think I fucked up my voice. <laughs> making, making the car swab. I will continue on with the story. It's worth recalling from our story on the Great Reset that Klaus Schwab bragged about having Trudeau and half the Canadian cabinet working to advance the WEF's goals. Schwab said, quote, Oh, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta read this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he says, What we are very proud of is that we penetrate the global comments of countries with our WEF young global leaders. People like Trudeau. okay. You will eat the bugs. No meat for you. This has led to renewed scrutiny of past comments made by Trudeau, in which he professed admiration for the CCP. As the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation reported in a 2013 article, 
the liberal leader was asked which nation he admired most. He responded, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. This was Trudeau, right? I believe so. Uh, Maybe I'll yeah, do a little Trudeau, Trudeau voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the talk extra slow. Pause. <laughs> and you have to play with effect. your hair. You don't have any hair. So. Yeah. There's a level of admiration <laughs> that I actually have for China. Oh, no. Their basic dictatorship is actually allowing them to turn their economy around on a dime. <laughs> the CBC article continued. That statement was upsetting for people who say they were wrongly imprisoned or tortured by the Chinese government for speaking out for democracy. 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 I can't Damn, girl. It. Can't say that word ever. Democratic Constitutional Republic. That's what we are. We are not a democracy. democracy. A democracy is mob rules. Whatever the majority democracy. wants, they get. A constitutional republic is geared to protect democracy. the freedom of the minority. That means even if the majority of the country wants something, I'm a free man, you're a free woman, and we was like, no, I'm not going to participate in that. The CBC article continued, that statement was upsetting for people who say they were wrongly imprisoned or tortured by the Chinese government, government for speaking out for democracy. To underscore the concern, the New York Post reported about a video from November 2020 in which a Chinese professor bragged about elite capture. Ah, that was the video I was talking about. This is the professor. He's speaking in Beijing. Uh, Beijing. 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 <clears throat> he was gloating. He was very condescending. And he was just very arrogant. We're fucking better than the Americans. We're going to totally subvert them and crush them and destroy their country. Even you got Chinese generals that openly speak about their desire to absolutely destroy the United States and break it up and wreck it and put it under their control. They believe it's their destiny to rule the world. They kind of got the same complex that the Empire of Japan had pre-World War II, where they literally started in the 1800s indoctrinating their children that they were superior and that the, um, the emperor was divine incarnate. He was literally God incarnate. And so if they died for the glory of the emperor, then they would have a glorious afterlife. And people believed it because they were propagandized for generations. And that's why... The Japanese just absolutely brutalized people. If you ever read yeah. the of uh, Nanking, Nanking yep. holy <laughs> shit, man. The stuff that the Japanese did to those people is the most brutal, vicious, barbaric things you can imagine human beings doing to other human beings. And, and that's and my uh, grandparents um, were around in China for that, right? And I can see like where they're at now with like the Japanese. They still hate him. Uh, it's like it's like uncomfortable, but I've never heard my parents speak negatively, and they never talk. Like by its by the time it's my parents' generation, they already moved past it, right? Obviously, by my generation, it's it's not a thing, which is why I have a really hard time taking it seriously when in this country people want to talk about something that happened over a hundred twenty years ago, right? And and still you I still want to hold on to that. I'm like. Go read, go read about the rape of Nanking and then see how like the Chinese moved past it pretty quick, right? You can move past it pretty quick. As the Post reported, 
A recently recorded lecture showing a Chinese Communist Party expert explaining how Beijing had people at the top of America's core inner circle has found its way onto the internet in the United States after being censored in China. The lecture given by Di Dongsheng, Vice Dean of the School of International Relations at Renmin University in late November also included references to President-elect Joe Biden's son Hunter and his business dealings in the communist country. Translated from Chinese, Professor D's comments are as follows. Oh, let me, I want to read these. <clears throat> Perfect. So here's some more things that the professor said. He said the Trump administration is in a trade war with us, so why can't we fix the Trump administration? Why, between 1992 and 2016, did China and the U.S. used to be able to settle all kinds of issues? No matter what kind of crises we encountered, things were solved in no time. We fixed everything in two months. What is the reason? I'm going to throw out something maybe a little bit explosive here. It's just because we have people at the top, at the top of America's core inner circle of power and influence. We have our old friends. For the past 30 years, 40 years, and this goes back to Nixon in the 1970s when Kissinger were, like I was talking about earlier, were opening up to um, China and doing business deals with them as a way to pull them away from the Russians and help give us an ally in our Cold War against the Soviets. And so they, the, the Chinese elite at the time, recognized that they could do business deals with the Americans and eventually weaken the country, be in the position that we're in now, where they basically bought off the elite. And so he said, he continues on, he says, for the past 30 years, 40 years, we've been utilizing the core power of the United States since the 1970s. Wall Street had a very strong influence on the domestic and foreign affairs of the United States. So we had a channel to rely on. But the problem is that after 2008, the status of Wall Street has declined. And more importantly, after 2016, Wall Street can't fix Trump. Why? It's very awkward. Trump had a previous soft default issue with Wall Street. So there was a conflict between them. But I won't go into details. I may not have enough time. So during the U.S.-China trade war, they, Wall Street, tried to help. And I know that my friends on the U.S. side told me that they tried to help, but they couldn't do much. And so they were pissed because the Chinese were unable to buy off Trump because Trump wasn't connected to Wall Street. And therefore, they didn't have any control over the oligarchs in the United States and weren't able to solve things in two months like they once were. But now that the big guy, Joe Biden, you know, 10 percent for the big guy is in charge, who they've done business dealings with. Uh, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden has done business dealings with the elite, and this is one of the people that he also mentioned um, in that talk he was giving. That they basically bought off Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Who were now Joe Biden is president, and they're back in power. So it's business as usual. Yeah, and if you want to get a little bit more on the conspiracy theory side, right? Then it's like, <clears throat> how much information does like China have on the Biden family? Where they can actually like blackmail them and yep and coerce them to do things yeah and it's it's hard to prove right but that's that's a narrative that's out there yep yeah i mean you just look at the stuff that was on 
Hunter Biden's laptop and you go, yeah, what, what, what else, else is, is out there? Well, yeah, what else is out there? Anyways, back to uh, SD. Is this like a Spanish word, academia? Academia. 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 There's also evidence of elite capture in academia based on a couple of recent stories. One in CNN about a Harvard professor and one in Politico Europe about a Dutch university. As CNN reported, a Harvard University professor was convicted by a federal jury of lying to the U.S. about his involvement with China's government, the Justice Department announced. Dr. Charles Lieber, 62, the former chair of Harvard's Chemistry and Chemical Biology Department, was found guilty of two counts of making false statements to federal authorities two counts of making and subscribing a false income tax return, and two counts of failing to file reports of foreign bank and financial accounts with the Internal Revenue Service. Lieber's research group at Harvard had received over $15 million in funding from the National Institutes of Health and the Department of Defense, which requires disclosing foreign financial conflicts of interests. The jury found that Lieber, or Lieber had lied about his affiliation with the Wuhan University of Technology in China and a contract he had Wuhan. With, there's that word again. Yes. Huh. There's that city. Hmm. Huh. And a contract he had with a Chinese talent recruitment plan to attract high-level scientists to the country. He was being paid 50000 per month by the Chinese university and given $1.5 million to establish a nanoscience research lab at Wuhan University of Technology, the Justice Department said in a news release. Lieberman was specifically affiliated with China's Thousand Talents program, which the department called, quote, one of the most prominent talent recruitment plans designed to attract, recruit, and cultivate high-level scientific talent in further ends of China's scientific development, economic prosperity, and national security. So they're basically using these grants to basically buy off the professors and scout out the smartest up-and-coming talent that can come work for them or come work in China to help further the goals of China and the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, and just like another, like follow the money, right? Like yeah, if, if money media, cuts a lot of ties. If the media is being paid money by pharmaceutical companies or like medical schools have a, like a huge influence from the pharmaceutical companies you at least have to be open that, you know, this, the, where their money's coming from, they might have an influence on how, how uh, medical school teaches their information or what they push people towards, right? Or in this case, you know, the money's coming from... China. From China. China. <laughs> like, China. Yeah, like... Got to take our jobs back from China. <laughs> mm-hmm. As Politico in Europe reports, 
Dutch university scandal taps into fears of Chinese influence peddling. Revelations deepen concerns about Beijing's policy of elite capture in Europe. Amsterdam. A major Dutch university's decision to sever a Chinese fund. Sever. Sever. Amsterdam, a major Dutch university's decision to sever a Chinese funding stream has reignited political debate in the Netherlands about the methods Beijing is using to try to steer human rights discussions in Europe. That's part of the ideological subversion, getting Marxist-Leninist principles into, as Yuri Bezminov said, the soft minds of American children and the children in Europe, because if you put those ideas in their heads, they learn to think like Marxists think, which is good for the CCP because they, they're they not so much communists anymore as they more basically are fascists, which is the perfect merger of state and corporate interests. As Mussolini said, you got the people in government and the Chinese Communist Party, along with all of the corporate titans of the world and basically buying off all the elite in the West. And you literally can shape the culture, the laws, and the policies of your adversary that you wish to uh, conquer and eventually enslave and control. Hmm. So our elite are basically selling us off. They want to disarm us, obviously. They, you, know, you don't need guns. And so the elite will literally keep going down this path to where they totally weaken the West. And then the Chinese and the Chinese army are the ones that have all the weapons and we're completely disarmed and no, we no longer can defend ourselves. So maybe 50, 60 years from now, they're able to just completely conquer us and run us. Or even sooner with the social credit system, if they turn everything over to digital yeah. banking and uh, a digital currency that they can shut off at any time if you don't comply, if they don't like your your posts on social media, they'll just, yeah. whoop, just turn off all of your blockchain money and now you can't buy or sell anything. Yeah. Which was obviously one of the things mentioned in the, the Bible about the the end times, the mark of the beast would be yeah. that you couldn't buy and sell unless you accepted the mark of the beast. Or in other words, if you accepted the social credit system and followed the what the government wanted, then you could participate in society and buy and sell. And if you didn't, you could no longer buy and sell. If you can't buy and sell, what happens? Yeah. And you have no guns to defend yourself. What happens? You're able to be squashed like a bug. You'll eat the bugs. <laughs> Following an investigation by Dutch broadcaster NOS last week, the Free University of Amsterdam, the country's fourth largest, is paying back a subsidy granted to the Cross-Cultural Rights Center, CCHRC, an independent research institute operating under the university's mantle over funding connections to the Chinese Communist Party. The link is problematic because the center's website cites views championing China's human rights policy. That's part of ideological subversion. There's so many people that have basically been bought off in the different governments of the West is that, you know, because now the Great Reset and Klaus Schwab and the rest of the Davos crowd and the World Economic Forum people are getting called out because these guys openly talk. I mean, Klaus Schwab wrote about his desires in his book, The Great Reset, which you know we did a video on that. You can go check it out. It's called The Great Reset Explained. And so these guys openly talk about their plans. They're very proud of it and they share it publicly. 
And so when a member of parliament obviously sees this stuff because it's everywhere and he asks about it, he's basically shut down and not even allowed to speak or ask the question. And they, they just move on because there's so many people in parliament that are getting money indirectly through their NGOs, as Klaus Schwab likes to to brag about, that they're able to funny, funnel money through their NGOs to different groups and organizations like they can the NGO can give money to a group that or a company that in turn donates money to that particular politician or that particular party of the members that they want to support. And so these guys are getting basically they're in power because of the connections they have in the WEF. And so when somebody brings it up, they're like, well, how about them Yankees? They just change the subject. And so it just doesn't get addressed. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's what that's what's happening. That's a total pattern interrupt if you will and they just move right on and because yeah. so many people are bought off and they're sympathetic to the davos crowd everybody else just sits there with their mouth shut it's like you know we always joke about on twitter you know uniparty gonna uniparty when something's pointed out whether it's a democrat or republican that's doing something that basically is the same thing and it's like because yeah. they they act in unison because they're all bought off and so yeah. you got you know in the republican party they call them rhinos which is republican in name yeah. only meaning they say they're a Republican, they're a part of the party, but when they vote, they, in essence, vote with the WEF agenda and the, the rest of the oligarchs, many who are bought off by China and doing business deals with China. Yeah. So this is a, a Canadian influencer, and he said on Twitter, all federal liberal cabinet ministers must be investigated for ties to the Chinese Communist Party. We cannot allow foreign power to exercise their will through disloyal, corrupted politicians. The Canadian government must work for Canadians, not the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. And so because these guys so openly talk about it, and then you got the people that run China laughing about the fact they bought all these fucking people off, it, it's so obvious what's going on. It makes you wonder, it's like, what the fuck is going on in the Justice Department? What is the CIA doing? Where are the men of honor? What, what are people in the FBI doing? Or local law enforcement? Or people in the Capitol Police? It's, what the fuck are you guys doing? It's like it's all there in the open. It's so obvious. 